This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always jittering. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is another What the Fuck Wednesday, March 31st, 2021, episode number 657 of Hard Factor. I'm Will. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, the entire crew in the house today. And boys, I don't need to look up what day March 31st, 2021 is today because I know what day it is. It's mm. the launch date of Fat Boy Summer. Oh, okay? yeah. You guys yes. with me on this? You guys yes. with me on this? Have you seen mm-hmm. Chet Hanks? He's trying to brand White Boy Summer. Yeah, that's a little weird. But Fat Boy Summer's in. I don't right. know if it's in. I want to hear you out here, Will, because I'm well, immediately trepidatious because it sounds at odds with the Fatathon. But okay, you tell me. Fat Boy Summer. So we're not down with the Chet Hanks White Boy Summer. That sounds a little non-inclusive for my taste. But at Fat Boy Summer. You can embrace yourself regardless of race, religion, creed. Whether you're a fat boy in body or or mind, you know, you just got to get that fat boy summer vibe going on. And fat boy summer is just about enjoying yourself. You know, it's just about having the fat boy summer mindset where you're just going to not be ashamed. You're going to do what you want and you're going to live your best life. And I think yeah, that it just right. speaks for itself. You can still lose weight and be a fat boy and, and be proud yeah. of it. Look, Pat, here's what we're going to do. I could gonna... lose 100 pounds and I'd still be fat. There you go. So, yeah, but that, that's unique to you. That is true. Hey, I, but, hey, there's a lot of people out there. Why are you fat shaming? Why I'm not fat trying to fat shame. I'm just, sh- I'm just, I'm just confused because I thought we were doing fat a thon. We are. To tighten it up. So well, we are. But what yeah. is that? So we can't. So what? You want us to demonize fat boy summer? Then I don't understand. You want skinny I don't boy, to, skinny boy summer. Yeah, I, well, I don't I, understand. Okay, I don't know. Ooh. I just how about? I mean, I, yeah, it's good. I like it. I love it. I get it, and I love it, and it's a. Sounds I, like you're a fat You better, you better get on board. Look, what we're going to do is we're going to sell a bunch of swimsuits. And by swimsuits, I mean T-shirt swimsuit combos. Okay, so that, I like this. Yeah, so like you can you can go to the pool this summer with your T-shirt on and feel cool because it's fat boy summer. So like it's a, right. it's, a, it's the, the the swimsuit is, in fact, a two-part outfit. It's the, it's the oversized shirt and, yeah. then, the, and then the trucks. We can, skinny, uh, we can skinny shame if we want. Yeah, look at this skinny ass motherfucker. No, you this don't shave any shit. No that. t-shirt wearing motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look at how good he looks. No, no, no. Fat boy summer is an empowerment movement for everybody. Look at okay. his hot girlfriend. Probably shallow as shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, um. Well, are you, we're talking about like youth titty boy pool attire. That's what we're talking about, right? That's we're talking about trying to normalize fat boy that, summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about look. If you're if you got a couple extra pounds, it's all right. It's okay. And COVID, Pat. COVID, I don't know if you heard about it, but it was a pretty big pandemic. And most of the people around the world ended up fatter at the end of that than they were at the start of that. So, Fat Boy Summer, you just got to embrace it, okay? We all got a little extra heft going on. We all, you know, not all, maybe not everybody, but but a lot of people. I do. I'm not I'm not excluding what? myself from the group. Okay, I'm just, okay. So, you Wes, just got to. What else are we selling? What else are we selling, Wes? We're yeah. gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some lunch box. Well, not lunch yeah. boxes. We're yeah, gonna do, no, some, yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah, do yeah. some coolers, pool, some some pool bags, uh, <laughs> beach <laughs> bags. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> some tank tops. <laughs> it's West gonna be electric. 
Can we get uh, that, you know, the old timey bathing suit, the one piece for men that no one wears anymore? Can we see yes. if we can make that too as like a special edition? Whatever's on Printify, we'll get. You mean like the old school professional wrestler or boxer outfit? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, they were like yeah, striped yeah. usually yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all black, yeah. yeah. Or you could just never take your basketball jersey off. That's yeah. what I do. Well, who was, yeah. who was a, a shirt in the pool guy? I was. I was. Oh, 100%. Man. I should have been. Wes, apparently. For the other people at the pool. It made well, it so was... much worse. <laughs> Did you, like, never want to go to the pool? I was just sucking onto my fat at all times. <laughs> Heavy-ass, wet-ass shirt. <laughs> yeah. Look, all right, hey, but that's what Fat Boy Summer's all about. It's okay. It's okay. It's 2021. Always, it's okay. Always hanging at the snack bar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to the pool. Um... Well, we got to get going, right? This is a packed show. Ordering pizza this to is the a, pool. This is a packed show. This is a packed show. Our guest today, uh, Cabot Phillips from The Daily Wire, um, he's actually going to be in Costa Rica Like by the time this drops. That, and probably like eating steaks, having like tropical drinks, Hawaiian shirt. That sounds like a fat boy summer so mindset. Pura me. Vida, the pure life, the good life, whatever. Yep. Yeah, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. Costa Pura Rica? Vida. Yeah, yep. Pura Vida. Well, uh, let's stop fucking around. We got the interview with him right now. A couple stories after that. Stick around for those stories. Uh, but let's talk to Cabot Phillips. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show from the Daily Wire. Cabot Phillips. And please uh, tell me if I butchered your name and also what you do at the Daily Wire, Cabot. You do not butcher it. Uh, sometimes when I'm feeling sophisticated, I go with the silent T and just Cabot Phillips. Cabot. But we'll okay. stick with okay. Cabot for now. Uh, but I'm a managing editor uh, here at the Daily Wire. Uh, for those who don't know the Daily Wire, we're a conservative leaning uh, media publication site uh, run by Ben Shapiro, who I'm sure a lot of people know. Uh, a lot of people have strong feelings there. And so, uh, yeah, uh, we're here in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, yeah, so I, I kind of do editorial stuff, writing, do on camera stuff and all that. Nice. nice. You guys moved to Nashville, right? There yeah, was- we were we were in L.A. Uh, we fled L.A. It was super expensive there. And there was a lot of stuff going on that was conflicting with uh, with the company <laughs> before the pandemic or during. It was actually uh, two days after Election Day, which is um, we kind of thought, oh, the election will be over and then we can just move afterwards. And then uh turns out the election didn't end after Election Day. So it was a right. pretty crazy time to move. But yeah, has, we got out of has, there. Uh, has Gina Carano been in the office yet? She has. Yeah. And so that was, that was pretty cool. And, uh, she was, uh, she's sick. I mean, it was pretty cool. It was like a week when all that happened, she came right in and, um, I was kind of hoping she would challenge some of the guys. Cause a couple guys in the office do some MMA stuff. And like, she could, after seeing her in person, like hundred percent, like beat up most she of looks pretty office. diesel. Yeah. yeah pretty, she was the yeah. original like Ronda Rousey. She was ragdolling people back in her day. Yeah. Big lady, yeah, which, I know it doesn't really like make her sound tough to say she could beat us up because it's a bunch of like political bloggers, which is right. not really that intimidating. <laughs> right. She could beat you all up so. at the same time. A bunch of thin boys. Well, uh, Kevin, on that note, so right off the bat, you know, you said, you know, Shapiro runs The Wire mm. and uh, he's a very controversial figure. So I don't know if you know this, but the uh, technically emeritus executive producer and uh, vice president of football operations for this show is uh, a gentleman named PFT Commenter. Mm-hmm. And he is very interested in uh, taking Mr. Shapiro on in the ring, uh, some sort yeah. of fisticuffs match. What are the odds that make, we can make that happen, do you think? It honestly it depends on what the rules are. Because if Ben is allowed to use his like ESP mind powers mm-hmm. to get into PFT's head, he could destroy him with facts and logic before the fight even started. It wouldn't be a problem. And so PFT, mentally, PFT would be so broken down and he'd be all disoriented. Although oh, I do no. think that it's 
PFT's glasses might block some of Ben's like. He, he does. I think they have some some powers yeah, to them. It would be yeah. a bot. Like they would hit, the, the powers would hit. What um, type of special rules would we need to apply? To yeah, make, how do we get this to going? Make a, to make a match happen, I think that those pay per views yeah. should sell. What's the number? Look, I, I don't want to volunteer my boss. It sounds like a really quick way to get fired for me to like volunteer yeah. my boss. No, me. yeah, that's a pretty smart idea. I think that I, I think I'll that, volunteer I think to fight myself. Ooh. Okay, well there you go. I think that I'll, Gina I'll fight Kong. PFT or Gina. Uh-oh. I think yeah, Gina, Gina versus PFT. I, I think Gina was hired specifically to like handle all of these scenarios, right? Like, as security, more like or less. She's right. thrown into every fight. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is Shapiro weigh? Do you think? Because I'm like like one ten, one twenty. No, no, I think he's uh, there's actually you should Google it. There's a picture of him flexing where he's got some guns. I'm not you're you're gonna Uh-oh. think I'm kidding. The no, man works you're, out. You're kidding. He's, he's a tough guy. No, you can look it up. Again, this is me being smart, hyping up my boss and making sure I'm not saying anything. Yeah, no, you're anything. good. Well, is he north of five six? Is he north of five six? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Which right. is Cap, Cap, if he, if he, he says he's this... what, like five nine? PFT is like five Generous. three. He's like five three. <laughs> if Cabot, if your boss sees this, tell him to retweet this fucking thing. See, yeah, no, no, no. Well, on that note, Cabot, I got to ask you. Uh, so I noticed something about the Daily Wire uh, and your podcasts, and I, 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 I need a little inside baseball here. I'm going to put up a graphic, and it's it's going to show the uh, podcast covers for uh, the Daily Wire's biggest shows. I believe it's Clavin, Knowles, Matt Walsh. Candace Owens and Shapiro. And you'll notice something that's similar with everyone but Shapiro. Here it is. Can you tell me what, what it is that everyone's doing that Ben's not? And well, that like- that's because the hand on the face is pondering. Clearly, they're pondering because there's something they don't know. Ben is so smart. There's nothing <laughs> left for him to wonder. He doesn't need to, to go off and do the pondering. Good answer. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's in mean, their face. Pandemic. Also, the pandemic, say- too. Dangerous. The other thing I would say is put up a screenshot of the charts and you'll also notice all those people at the top of the charts. So maybe there's something we can learn there. I don't know. Just saying. Just start. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> it's not like a mandate where Shapiro's like, you guys touch your faces and I don't touch my face. You got it. <laughs> none that I'm aware of. I, I'm not, is, I'm not totally up to date there. Is he a fascist as, as a leader? Does he rule with an iron fist? By today's standards of fascism, definitely a fascist. I mean, it, it's like something that you can throw around pretty easily. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, the, that the definition has gotten yeah. pretty loose, though. Okay. Well, honestly, exactly. the reason we're asking a lot about it a lot is because the only one we know is the Daily Wire. Because of Ben Shapiro, there's a lot of daily like callers and why I, I, we don't the know daily. which ones which. What? But like, You've, yeah. yeah, you can really daily. step in some yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, mixing those up, the daily versus well, the daily we wire. We entering our, our name in the fray of this, too, because we have a new segment, right? The daily buzz. Yeah. So we do trending topics. You got to back off that one, Cabot. Daily buzz is all ours. Okay. That's us. I'll we're getting our foot in the Make sure you know I mean. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, we're getting our foot in the door, too, because there's like a race. Daily caller, a lot of dailies. Uh, and here's some trending topics that you might have an interest in. I'd like to hear your opinion on. Jim Acosta's shirt when he got his vaccine. Did you see that? Uh, I did see it. Yeah. It's honestly, I don't know if there's anything more obnoxious than like, I think journalists on both sides do this, but like thinking that there are these like brave heroes and thinking that like they're shining a light on all this and there's this real risk posed to them doing it. It's like, if you're in some like authoritarian country, like, yeah, you're a hero if you're a journalist, but there is no journalist in America that should ever consider themselves a hero and like, I'm wondering what was going through Jim Acosta's mind when he ordered that shirt, because I don't think he actually made it. I'm pretty sure they sell those shirts like at the White House Correspondents website. But like when he was when he saw that, he was like, I can 
order a shirt that will show everyone like all the things I reported on this year. Like that's what I need to do. Like who's I buying that shirt? The mindset there. Yeah, yeah, and also who's the market for that shirt? Only Jim Acosta. Like who? <laughs> you know, how many units did they sell? I, I honestly don't know. It would be like us wearing like shirt, like a blogger version of that being like in 2020, right. I blogged about this and I ate this many. I farted into a chair beers. X many times. It's a concert shirt. Yeah, we cover it is a concert shirt. We cover the world news and Florida man every Friday. So like we really have, you know, are the heroes here. We're really putting it out there for the people. I mean, the I kind of like the shirt. Taking it on the chin. You like that? You like that? Well, shirt? I mean, it's just I think he's trying to say like. Man, that was a crazy year, right? I mean, like, yeah, but it's very very self. Why didn't he just say it's a crazy year then? <laughs> well, is that going to create create waves, bro? Is that yeah. going to create controversy? Is there like no. on the on the yes. back? Is it his own hand patting himself? Is that his <laughs> back get mind of an awesome. <laughs> I'd have to look at it again. But the attitude, the vibe I got from it was like, "Woe is me! My job's tough. I did all this stuff. Not like I'm a warrior. Not, not like not like the people that actually died in all these scenarios deserve <laughs> yeah. the praise. It's me that's reporting on it. That you know is not the, the people of Myanmar. Yeah, yeah, right. It would have been a huge cheer on top if, if that shirt was actually made by the Uyghurs. That would have been the ultimate. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, uh, okay. actually, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that, by the way, because if it is. Oh, do to do the research? You, you probably just gave us a chance to own him with facts and logic. So <laughs> that's story. probably breaking story. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next trending topic in the Daily Buzz. Lil Nas X Satan shoes. What do you think? This one I'm conflicted on. My grandmother did call me about this and was very, very concerned and was saying how this was, you know, the demise of America and all of that. So yeah, I partially, the shoes. <laughs> I do partially agree with her on I'm a Christian. I believe in Satan. So I don't like all the stuff of you don't like the satanic imagery. Gotcha. Not a big fan of the satanic imagery. I'd be lying if I said I was. Sure. At the same time, though, it's like, dude, the, everyone who's dunking on him, you're kind of just playing into what he like. He wants to sell sneakers. The whole point of him is that he's a shock artist. Like, uh-huh. I just don't really understand why it's some huge deal. I think it's like negative that it's indicative of a broader trend of like going down the like outrage pro Satan route. Yeah, but at the oh. same time, like, but at the same time, it's like, dude, yeah. I don't, you're you're falling into his whole like thing. He just wants to sell sneakers, and you're giving freedom him of speech. Whole, well, we had we had yeah. tossed around the idea of of creating our own shoes with like some of our own semen inside of them. Freak what up. do you think about that? Yeah. What do you think about that idea? Just all stickies. What, yeah. what are the, what are the benefits that come with it? I guess I would have to ask. Oh, did you no absolutely none. What are the benefits well, that we, come with it? We have yeah, very yeah. potent sperm. We yeah. have a lot of kids. So like we're having, I mean, we're just pumping them out. So they, I mean, you're it guaranteed. Those shoes are going to do the we're job. Not gonna do charge the job. Mu- we're not going to charge much for them. Yeah. Our sperms right. are like ovary yeah. homing missiles, bro. Like yeah, give them the People will pay. <laughs> That's what you get. Speaking of potency, the last thing in the Daily Buzz, Matt Gates stepping down, uh, potentially and going to Newsmax. What are, oh, what are is, your is Nestor is, is Nestor in college? He needs to give him, give him more time to his fake son, uh, Nestor. See, people are laughing about this, but actually being a congressman is really not that influential. Like mm-hmm. you, you have a few votes and very rarely does your vote actually ever mean anything. And it's kind of funny because like people are saying, oh, this is the fall from whatever. Like I could I think you could argue that being a TV host is more influential than being a congressman. And so yeah, like, not a if news that's his goal, that that's the thing. It's like it depends on where the network is. I don't know what the role is. I think you'd have to give me a pretty sick role to to 
you know, leave being in Congress and, and also going to, to Newsmax. COO. COO and It's not confirmed. It's not like that's like. No, it's a rumor. Axios. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a yeah, it's his yeah. it's his friends like leaking it, which you gotta you gotta see who your friends are in the group chat that are doing that. Well, but that means I will say I, I've met Matt before. He's a very nice guy. His hair somehow is even more like stationary in person than it is on screen. It's like Jimmy Johnson. It, it's just it does, or Jimmy Neutron. It does it, either one. <laughs> it just it does not move. How horned up was he, Kevin? Did he try to finger you? You're you're a <laughs> You're an attractive dude. How yeah, they do the wiggle the wig, you know, where he wiggles his finger on your uh, palm when you shake yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, I did not have this shirt on, or he might have. I just yeah. had a suit on, and so he wasn't really able to see what I was working with. Yeah, yellow um, gets so, no, I was able no, it's to avoid red, that. It's red dresses that get him horny, Pat. Yeah, I, I will say, <laughs> I will say, I you go in some of these, I'm not going to name any names here, but you go in some of these like green rooms at different outlets, and you see like some of these congressmen that are going on air and there's always like, you know, like the, the younger like TV personalities, mm-hmm. females that come in. You should see some of these congressmen trying to lay down the game on some of these women they are going on yeah. and they think oh, they're yeah. being super smooth. And it's like so embarrassing for everyone watching because it's these really awkward, stiff environments where these dudes are like laying down the Mac and it's not working at all. Well, and I mean, they surround, themselves, they surround themselves with like the, sure. the interns who are like always like humoring Thanks. it. Right. And then so it's like they, they, they have this false sense of like everybody's into it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I just old I'm, men. I don't know if it's official. I'm allowed to say this, but like what <laughs> friend of the program, Emily Finn and Newsmax. Is, is that is that official? Am I allowed to say that? I, I think she to... did move there. OK, well, in. I'm a little concerned for if Matt Gates joins. They've got O'Reilly over there. Like she's a she's like a blonde. I don't know. Well, I think that's why like. Gates is leaving, dude. Because if, if you try to get as horny as that guy is, it's just a, he's a ticking fucking atomic bomb <laughs> in an electric office, straight up. Now, you go into into broadcast journalism, the rules are significantly relaxed. And that just means like Gates right. is going to be able to open the gates. If you know I mean, Bill I mean. O'Reilly's in who's max. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly, what? Like- O'Reilly Gates is, a, is like a tag team from yeah, hell for a blonde. Yeah. He's very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, what we got? That, that was one. the last. Yeah. That was the last. <laughs> nope, right, Cabot, no, nothing needed. Cabot, Thank you, Cabot. That was the last trending topic in the Daily Buzz. Let me ask you a question. So. I got a topic. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm getting my vac- first vaccine on Wednesday. I think Will is too tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the fuck is the the COVID passport? Like, what is the what is what is all that about? Or like, what see, this is the thing. There's not really like a. Is there a common definition for this? Because everyone's going off no. of different definitions for what it is. We were going to ask you if you knew there? what, what it well, is. There, I mean, there's varying levels. I think there's the idea of like a COVID passport in the sense of if you're coming back into the country, or if you're traveling domestically, you need to have some kind of proof, which there's already kind of a precedent for. So I think that would be an easier one to stomach because it's like going to other countries. There's an expectation they can set who's coming in and who's going out. So you I think those will be easier. Yeah. Those will be easier to get people on board with. It's the day-to-day stuff that'll be kind of the new interesting thing where like you have states where they don't require a mask, but they say in our store we do. So you don't have to, but in our store you do. I think it could be that way with vaccines where they're like the state doesn't say you have to get vaccinated, but it gets to the point where like it's not really tenable to be like a member of society without having it. I think that's where you're going to see more of the fights. And that's where I do think it's reasonable for people to say like, hold on, like, is this something that like I'm basically being forced to get in the sense of i can't go into any restaurant where's the line where's, right and that's where like there's going to be the really interesting like civil liberties battle like the aclu has already come out and said it it could be like discriminatory against people of color so you're going to see like that angle you're going to see the libertarian angle of like you know boo we don't like this this is bad 
And You're gonna so see, I, dude. I, don't I, tread, I, don't, don't tread on me. Flags are gonna be through the roof. If they, if they're like, already, if they, if they make you like take it into like a like a restaurant or something to show it, yeah, they're yeah. gonna have those flags are gonna. It's well, just gonna be like a parade of. That's them what I was everywhere. gonna ask next. Do you think like we're talking domestically now? I agree with you on international. You already have a passport. Kind of makes sense. Whatever. Um, domestically, do you think it'll get to like the level of that granularity of like hotels, restaurants? Like you can't go to this hotel if you don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't too. Yeah. I do think it's going to get there. Um, I, I think it, the first year or two post COVID will be really important. Like if we start seeing breakouts happen, I think we'll get to that point. I, I tend to think that if the numbers die down, like when you see Israel right now, their, their positivity rates like well below 1%. Yeah. I don't think it's as necessary there because it's kind of like everyone's assuming that everyone's vaccinated here. I think if we start to see little flare ups, you, you might see it in more commonality where, where places are requiring that but there's like a there's all the legal ramifications there's going to be a bunch of lawsuits about all this and there's also going to be like an underground market of like a bunch of like anti-vax mommies that are like selling like fake vaccination yep. cards on reddit and stuff they got to do it on blockchain man they got it they already caught like one pop-up that's trying to do like fake vaccine uh certifications or whatever yeah there's definitely I, yeah, that would be like a who's who list of the people buying those right now. It's such a boom industry, though. They got to get in and get out. Like this, this COVID vaccine thing might last like a full year, like the passport. So you got you got to really ramp up your business quickly. It's like uh, seasonal lawn cutters. And then what, are you, do what do you do in the winter? Yeah. But, but people yeah. have been scammers have been making a killing that's off true. the whole pandemic. Well, that's I mean, why they're, they're the ones that are gonna, they're going to succeed at it is the scammers. The, the legit businesses, they're not going to be able to ramp up in time. Did know. you see the guy that got uh, caught for he was claiming to different women that he was working with? Anthony Fauci and he was having them send him money and he was like had all these women who were like enamored by the fact that he worked with Fauci and it was like just all BS like a miniature super pack for horny old ladies yep yep exactly yeah I also want to know like what kind of woman be like oh boy you work with Fauci like what's your Venmo like (laughs) it's kind of a weird like pickup line way to get money but I I respect the hustle yeah. What uh, star of a romance novel? Go ahead, hey, Pat. Cab, what, what's your take on the Georgia uh, voting laws that are coming through, which a lot of people are seeing as voting restrictions? I personally, you know, I think it's ridiculous. Honestly, I think that the thing that's like most ridiculous is saying it's it's worse than Jim Crow or saying it's even at all tantamount to Jim Crow. I personally think that's like a historical. If you don't actually know what Jim Crow is really about, if you think this is similar, and also I think it's it's insulting to people that actually lived under Jim Crow. And the one interesting thing, I wrote an article about this yesterday at the Daily Wire, which is just me plugging there. Mm. But like if if this is supposedly something that's like super racist and, and that is super going to impact black people, 70 percent of black people in a new poll supported the idea of requiring an ID to vote. And so if the criteria is this white supremacy to say that you should have an ID to vote, then why are 70 percent of black people saying that's a reasonable thing to have to do? And I think there's also been like a lot of misinformation, the idea of. They're denying water and snacks to people in line. That's completely taken out of context. What the law is basically saying is if you are affiliated with a certain campaign or if you are wearing campaign paraphernalia, you can't go solicit people in line. And sometimes people will do. They'll, they'll hand out a water bottle that has the campaign you know, literature on it and things like that. They're saying you, you can't do that. This isn't, this isn't like this draconian law that they're trying to make it seem. And a lot of other states have very similar things. And so I, I do think it's good to like call out legislation in the states. If you don't like it, like go for it. But I think this is like a lot of noise about something that's not actually that out of the ordinary. Well, let me pose this to you. So in terms of the Jim Crow thing, because, uh, you, you know, I wanted to talk to you about this because I saw some of your takes yeah. specifically the license take. But yeah. there were 80 
80 bills introduced between January and February to essentially restrict voting. And one of them was a bill that restricted early voting on Sundays, which pretty much everyone agrees is like a direct shot at souls to polls, which is a voting turnout movement in black mm-hmm. churches. Right. So it's like clearly Trump came out and said there's a ton, a ton of voter fraud. I mean, Georgia flipped for the first time. Uh, they've elected Democratic yeah. senators for the first time in 28 years, uh, you know, presidential Democrat. Uh, candidate for the first time since 1992 and i think they were sitting there being like shit we're losing power especially like yeah. the, the sunday thing freaks me out and then like georgia has historically long uh, election lines right so it's like yeah. i understand what they're trying to do but if you add all these things up right it's one thing to say like okay yeah. you don't want someone from one party giving food and shit out but if you add them all up and then you consider the fact that like georgia has a history of the runoff election thing which is super fucking racist it seems like yeah. it's racist. It seems like the, the party is freaking out because like shit, we, the black vote got mobilized and we lost. And now our, our constituents are like, we got to do something about it. And the only thing they could do is like restrict voting access. Yeah, I think the ironic thing, too, is if that was the intention, I don't know what the intentions were of the Republicans there. If that was the intention, they didn't lose the election because there was increased black turnout. They lost the election because they were stupid talking about there being fraud in the state and because Donald Trump was lying about all this stuff that happened in Georgia that didn't actually Definitely happen. Definitely the Senate election. Like, that's, yeah. that's why. Yeah, that's why they lost the Senate runoff there. Right, and like, right. I think the, the, the whole idea of like Trump coming in being like, well, your vote doesn't actually count because the election's already been decided. Like, with zero evidence to actually prove that. And you've got all these Republicans in Georgia that are saying, no, that didn't happen. Like Trump, you're, you're lying here. This is wrong. So like that, I think was the number one thing that actually swayed, swayed the election the other way. Right. And it, yeah. And, and like with it, with, within the actual bill, again, I think there are parts of it that are like, for example, like shutting down the early voting period saying, you know, we're not going to have it going for a month and a half uh, ahead of this. Or if there's a runoff, it's not going to be a two month runoff afterwards. It's going to be three weeks afterwards. I think stuff like that is, is quite reasonable. And I do think that a lot of people in the black community that, that we've interviewed and that we've seen in some of these polls, they, they feel like it's offensive to them to imply that they aren't able to find other ways to vote or that they are somehow less they have less access to an ID or that somehow that's going to hold them back. And I think that that's like a perfectly reasonable thing for them to feel that way. Yeah, totally. If you're looking at a black person and saying like, hey, they're saying you can't get an ID, right? That's fucked up. But or that you only vote on Sundays. Well, it's the sum of, <laughs> yeah. the sum of all the parts. It's a sum you of all the parts. Right? But is it, is, it, yeah. is, is it also I mean, just like when, when a party has power in a state, they tend to manipulate voting laws. Uh, they're just trying to win. They're the reacting to re- election laws. Right. Yeah. But, is that and, also just historically true? But you got to know enough that, to say so. But I, 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 I think imagine it is. I think a big part ago. of it is. Oh, kind of go ahead, sir. Yeah, no, I think a big part of it is Republicans in the state are realizing, hey, our base has been misled by Donald Trump to think that our elections aren't safe. And like, let's let's be honest. Like Trump lied to all the people in Georgia and told them that the election was rigged. Like it was a fair election in Georgia. He lost. He told everyone there. Your elections are rigged. So all these Republicans who know the elections weren't rigged, they're like, we got to do something to show our voters that we're taking election integrity seriously. To, adhere, to, to appease the base because these fucking yeah, – to appease the base. We see a lot so of like, despicable behavior these days for, for that reason, right? Like these people that yeah, are – From like, both yeah. sides, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's, yeah. that's politics, yeah. That's, that's yeah, we have, we have to appease the base on that. And so I do think there might be stuff where they're like, hey, we're taking action here, here, and here. And – I certainly I think the motives are just for them to say we're going to tighten down the amount of time that we're voting. So there's less opportunities. We're going to make it more clear what is required of you to vote. And I think a big part of it is them kind of appeasing the voting block. But 
I, I just think there's not really any evidence that this is directly aimed at impacting voters of color. And I think it's I think is a very overall comparison to say this is tantamount to the Jim Crow era and that this is tantamount to a time when there was segregation and where there was lynching in the streets. And I I, I understand Jim Crow say, real, real quick, Cabot, real quick. So 58 years ago. Right. OK. In Georgia. Uh, that's when they uh, th- this guy, Denmark Grover. Right. He was essentially he lost an election due to what he called the Negro Block. And his theory was that black voters could pool all their votes to one candidate. Right. And this is why the runoffs exist, because they were like, man, if all the black people pool against white people. Right. And the whites votes are split amongst white candidates. We do a runoff and then all the whites will vote white. So and he came out and said straight up, that's why I did it, to keep the blacks down. That was 58 years ago. So it's, it is tantamount to Jim Crow. We had a runoff election this year in the Senate and people voted in it that were eligible voters 58 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, so it is kind of like we had the same. Well, wouldn't, you say that, wouldn't you say, though, that's wouldn't Jim you Crow. say, though, Pat, that the 2020 election was a shit show in oh, general total shit show. across but, the entire country? Yeah. And so now when people are making laws to to try to try to absolve it from being such a shit show next time, is that but, tantamount but I, but to I, Jim I Crow? I think it's a reaction to a lie. It's a reaction. We oh, all agree that but, Trump lied to everyone. And it's an overreaction to his lie because these the base believes right. it. It's, that's stupid. But. What I would also say, though, on that, like just because that happened 58 years ago and just because elements of what was said there about runoff elections being used for nefarious purposes in that case, just because the same thing might have been passed similar, the motivation is probably completely different. And the reasons behind it, like there are states all around the country that have runoff elections that likely had nothing to do with any history of racism. It's a pretty common thing to have. California has a California has a jungle primary. And that's that's. You could argue that there's could be a well, it's not a good name, there, but it's not a good name. Let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> well, we got it. We got it. We almost named the show Woke AF. Actually. Yeah. What do you think of that name, Cabot? You think it would have? Uh, I, I don't think it's as, as catchy as what you guys got now. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or as indicative of your hosts. Right, well, let's move on, Cabot. Good, good debate on that. Yeah, Cabot, I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Let's switch directions real quick because I noticed I was looking at your YouTube uh, channel and I noticed that you and your brother created one of my personal favorite uh, YouTube viral videos where you uh, where you tricked your sister after she had gotten her wisdom teeth out and was, uh, you know, high on on pain pills or whatever the, yeah. the you know, anesthetic was. And yeah. you tricked her to believe there was a zombie apocalypse. And you start, you know, if you haven't watched the video, maybe we'll insert it here, but it's fucking fantastic. And um, so wanted to kind of talk about that and in, in a little bit, but also you appeared on Ellen and wanted to ask you about that experience, whether or not you saw any abuse of staffers uh, while you were there. <laughs> is she um, a monster? Yeah. Uh, we, the funny thing is my sister was, um, she was high on painkillers. Yeah. But we just had to come up with a wisdom teeth surgery afterward thing just to make it not, you know, make people think that it was wisdom teeth. That's, that's why I did this. No, we, uh, yeah, we, we, I was late. I just worked on the Marco Rubio presidential race in 2016 rip to that didn't go well and so i was unemployed <laughs> as came oh no little part. marco was that, well, was yeah. that his, ears oh, too, no. his ears are too big to be present yeah. i'm gonna say it again his ears are too but big he could hear the cries of all the american people very That's well right. with this <laughs> yeah we we uh i i was just like unemployed i went back to my parents for a while my sister got a wisdom teeth out and i was like watching walking dead with my brothers and we were like dude i think you could like stage a zombie apocalypse pretty easily with some like gullible people my sister got her teeth out. We staged this big elaborate thing. We had like a fake radio CDC warning recording my buddy made for us. We had like suitcases in our yard as if there was some like you know, crazy <laughs> thing going on. And I actually like was not super into YouTube before that. I wasn't like, it wasn't really my thing. And so we had a few videos for that. They got like, you know, a couple little hits. 
And uh, we put that up. I just kind of stared it on YouTube, like for our family. I didn't really think everyone else would think it was funny. And then we woke up and it was like the number one video on YouTube, number one video on Reddit. And it had like 6 million views. And then like by noon, we were like flying to the, to LA for the Ellen show. Wow. And um, (laughs) it was sick. The the show is cool. Honestly, like there was a, a little bit of a sense of, like I think people on staff were very clearly like intimidated by her. And yeah, tell us about that. You could tell. Like I don't. I don't want to have like dog collars and shit. Were they this like, was like a <laughs> royal courtroom? Or like yeah. A royal, yeah. They they You're not going did, back uh, on Ellen Cabot. Spill the beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think people were very on edge around her. I heard some rumors <laughs> that like people weren't supposed to like look at her or talk to her like around to like save like social energy to make because it could yeah. be she's like, like a she's like a silverback gorilla. Like a male silverback. She can't waste the point. Yeah. She's like the queen. Yeah. She's like Medusa. And and so I will say they were like super nice. I was thinking like, oh, I'm this like conservative like guy, and she's like obviously not what's going to happen. And they were cool. They were like, Hey, she knows about what you just did for a living. Like she doesn't care. This is just about like fun videos right now. Like politics won't come up. So I was like, kudos to you guys for that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, they, they did tell us not to hug her, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> because she had like a, like a back injury of some kind from, oh, yeah. I think it was like mountain biking. Definitely the back injury. Yeah. So they were like, from carrying the fucking injury. show, yeah. I've got a back injury. <laughs> They're giving away all these, I'm carrying these cars and I'm giving to these like single moms yeah. and teachers and stuff. And she so they were conservatives, like, yeah. They, <laughs> they were like, uh, yeah, she has like her people will like run and like tackle her. And it's like, just, it can be dangerous. So like, if you look at the video, we like all my siblings, I like air hug her when we get on stage, which is kind of funny. And then the, the only thing I'll say after that, uh, we were like walking off stage and uh, my sister and I are like leaving and this giant of a human like jumps out in front of us. And I thought it was like a prank for the show. And I'm like looking for cameras and it was just Shaquille O'Neal just like messing with us. <laughs> Oh, and nice. Just, like, Quite a Shaq jersey right I, now. Oh, there you go. He was hiding backstage. And so that was crazy. And then we He's like, like you didn't hug Ellen, did you? <laughs> that's, that's cooler than meeting Ellen. Meeting yeah. Yeah. Jackson, yeah. Man. And you know who was with him? Dr. J was with him. So we got to talk oh, to Dr. J. Damn. For him. And then um, the girl who's Khaleesi in Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. know her name. Amelia yeah, Clark. Amelia Clark. 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 Perfect. It was like the greatest green room. Much better than watching Matt Gates like flirt with people in a kind of green room. That was a much better green room. Yeah, much drier too, I bet. But um, <laughs> uh, so that's like just Shaq's hobby, scaring people. It sounds like apparently I it comes it. very awesome. easily to him. Yeah. My, my favorite part of the video is when you ask the cat or the dog. She's like, "Of course, the fucking cat. Are you kidding? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dog's worthless." Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that video. We actually we just had someone reach out about turn, turning that video into an NFT, and they want to like buy it. Oh wow! And wow! I've been I've been listening to I mean obviously diamond hands diamond hands you got to drive the, the price up. I, I don't know anything about it, but the PMT guys have been talking about like Top Shot and NFT. Yeah. So I'm thinking this might be an opportunity for me to. You could probably make you could probably make over 100 grand on that. Cabot, hit me on the NFT mm-hmm. play. I'm deep yeah. in that space. I, you could okay. yeah. make you could make six figures. Well, you must have made over 100 grand on that video because it's got 24 million views, right? My, my sister paid for a good bit of college with it, and nice. uh, wow. it was. It was legit. And it's kind of weird how that whole space works. Like when you have a video go viral, I don't know how much you guys do this stuff where like they, you'll get like a, the, all these licensing companies will like reach out to you and they're, it's like a bidding war where they all want to get like a, a licensing fee from you. The action. And so we got to like sit there. My sister like put on this, um, she put on her like girl power playlist and she's like getting her nails done, like fielding all of these offers from people that are trying to buy the video from her. And so that was like the only way that we convinced her to let us publish it was like telling her, obviously you get all the money that we make. Also, you and, probably uh, gave her more Percocets. 
Yeah, for, <laughs> for that too. Yeah. Well, look, if that cat's still around, or if you have any other cats, there's a new premier uh, cat's yawning account on Twitter. Um, and if you send over any pictures or videos of your cat's yawning, you might, I might have a way to get them on that Twitter account. Um, so it's exclusive. It's, I'm just assuming that this is yours. Yeah, well, be fucking I, cool, Cabot. I mean, well, it's ours. Sure, you know, it's yeah. everyone's because they get to enjoy the, yeah. the cats yawning. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Cabot, we appreciate you being here, brother. And and look, if you could set up the Shapiro fight, here's the deal. Uh, we'll cut you in and we'll figure it out. But um, well, we're all we're all going to, you know, wet the beak. If exactly. I mean, your happen. sister could get her doctorate with the Shapiro. Yeah. So see if you can make that happen. And if not, what do you weigh? How tall are you? What do you weigh? Because it, uh, it's like six to one eighty. Oh, we can't. Have, uh, you got I a mean, foot on that. The reach, that's the, reach, the reach you would have over PFT. It would just, yeah, but PFT could wear those like spring shoes that he wears. The ones that yeah, he would need spring arms, I think. Oh, gosh. We're <laughs> yeah, going to have to. Although, we could work something out where I, I, <laughs> I could take a flop like Jose Canseco and then just make it easy on PFT and it well, look, <laughs> Cabot, go to Shapiro if you don't mind today and, and okay. tell him that, ask him if he'll do it for charity. And uh, and uh, see what he says, please. Yeah, you're going on vacation for a week. What, what do you have to lose? <laughs> My job. But other than that, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, well, you know, we're shooting for the moon always, Kevin. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, talking to absolutely, you. fellas. You guys are the best. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining the show, Kevin. That was fun. Uh, let's take care of a little business. I want to talk about a product that I use all the time, and it's stamps.com. And I'm going to be honest with you, share a little inside baseball, if you will. If you want to succeed in business, one way to do that is to remember what people like and then send them gifts at certain times. It's something that I I employ constantly. Uh, You will be amazed at what kind of relationships you can build, what kind of uh, clients that you can uh, maintain by sending a gift here or there. And I always do A well-placed cookie or something? Oh, my God. Or like Hmm. you just, you write it down. You write down something. This is something that Gary Vee says, right? Like write down something they like and send it to them. Some people use like constant contact for all that stuff. Who knows? There are Hmm. things to keep track of it. Regardless, what I use to ship the stuff, Uh, stamps.com. Here's why. Shipping a package is a pain in the ass. Going to the post office sucks. I can literally, I get those manila folders, the manila envelopes. I'll put whatever I'm working with in there and I'll print out a label just on regular eight and a half by 10, eight and a half by 11 uh, paper. uh, And I'll tape it to the envelope, drop it in my mailbox and bam, it's on the way. I've been using it forever and it's fantastic. And I recommend you guys use it too. And if you do it right now, there's a no risk opportunity. Uh, if you use the promo code Hard Factor, that's one word, Hard Factor, uh, you get a special order offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, which is insane. Guys, it's totally worth it, honestly. Uh, just check it out. Go to stamps.com, and at the top of the website, there's a microphone deal at the top of the page. Click on that, and then pop in the promo code Hard Factor, one word. That's stamps.com, promo code Hard Factor. You will never go to the post office again. You can also print stamps from there. I'm not lying when I say I use this stuff all the time, and it's it's so convenient. So check game it out. Game changer. Absolute game changer, stamps.com. All right. How the sponsor today? Fellas, ask me how I'm kicking off Fat Boy Summer. How, just ask me real quick. How are you how kicking you, off Fat Boy Summer? Yeah, With a tall, cool glass of caliper CBD. Could you use some stress relief, more calmness, pain relief, and easier sleep in your life? That's calm boy summer, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, if so... Longtime Hard Factor sponsor, Caliper CBD, has what you need. Anytime I need a little chill out, I just reach for a 20-milligram packet of Caliper CBD. I'll pour it into any drink or food because it's tasteless, and I'm chilling out 10 minutes later 
every time. This past January, Colorado State University published the first peer-reviewed study to compare how different CBD products on the market are absorbed and processed by the body. Caliper CBD was found to deliver 30 times, 30 times more CBD than uh, the CBD oil in the first 30 minutes. So and that was from want- a university study. Wow. Yeah, 30 I, times better. I, I, I mean, Big Tincture tried to put the kibosh on that article. That study yeah, coming yeah. out. Yeah. No, the, the Colorado State Rams just rammed that study straight up their hoops. And that's how <laughs> you know Caliper CBD is the absolute best thing you can you can do best CBD you can get. Put in your protein shake, your coffee, your baked goods, even plain water. Individual packets are convenient, THC free, non GMO. Boxes of thirty or sixty. Uh, it's the best CBD out there. Period. And right now, get twenty percent off your first order when you use promo code Factor at trycaliper.com/factor. You can try Caliper CBD risk free for thirty days. If you don't love it. They'll give you a full refund, which you won't need. That's tricaliper.com slash factor. Don't forget promo code factor for 20% off your first order. Cheers, boys, to Fat Boy Summer. Cheers. Make it part of your daily routine. Okay, guys. Let's talk a little story time. So you know how everyone wants to be on camera these days? Everyone's a vlogger or a YouTuber or a podcaster. Right. It's disgusting. That that, that study on Twitter, it was like, you know, what are the top jobs kids want? It was, uh, it's it was disgusting. D. Oh, really? Disgusting. Yeah. Oh, man. Bunch of fucking prima donnas. And, <laughs> so many you know. of us. Low life. Oh, got to roll the camera. I need interns to help set up the shot. Anyways, well, maybe you should lay low on the posting of videos, especially if you're an ex mafia member of the largest, most powerful mafia in Italy, even more powerful than Sicily based and famous Costa Nostra, the Indrangheta. Mafia Whoa. based in the Calabria Calabria region, which is the boot in southwest Italy. Mm. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't post videos if you're like a mafia. They're even member. more hardcore than Sicily. Way more hardcore. The Indrangheta Whoa. Mafia controls pretty much all of the cocaine that comes into Europe, and it's featured in a pretty good Amazon original series, Zero Zero Zero. So they're like the real Damn. mafia now. Yeah. So yeah, fifty-three-year-old Mark Farin Claude Biart, who was uh, living a quiet life on the lamb in the Dominican Republic, didn't get that memo. And I guess got bored and thought, maybe I can start a viral video cooking series on YouTube with my wife. Oh, that's so. that's sweet. But also, it's really not considerate because they have terrible inter- internet over there. And I bet that was taking up a ton of bandwidth coming out of Italy. So, yeah, it I'm was not really slow. It. it was like a 30 minute video, <laughs> but it was like three minutes of cooking. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Also, um, the pending felonies. Also not considered well, to have, have your buddies, your wife, especially. In yeah, a video apparently he was very standoffish, especially to Italian people in the Dominican because he didn't want to run into anyone he knew. Or uh, <laughs> He was known as the as the uh, quiet foreigner to the, the, to the locals. El dickhead. Uh, yeah, El dickhead. Uh, he cooked Italian <laughs> foods, obviously, and constantly boasted about his authentic Italian cooking on the channel. I was like, this is the spaghetti I used to make for Don Rattini. Oops. I mean, uh, my accounting friends from our accounting jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Biart hit his face in the videos, but he didn't hide his very distinct tattoos. Uh, So seven years after fleeing Italy for being wanted for cocaine trafficking in the Netherlands, the big dummy was arrested in uh, Boca Chica and extradited back to Italy. So, yeah. Oops. Sorry. Mm. Sorry there. Uh, This guy. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, it's like, uh, I think you're going to like this one. It's a personal (laughs) favorite of Donna Ravioli. Uh, I mean, regular guy. We made it in, a, in the prison. But. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he recreates a scene of like uh, cutting the garlic so thin with the razor. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think like, he would know, like, he had to be quiet. Like, what's his... He, he's so arrested. Apparently, they're cracking down on that crime family. Someone else, like, got arrested in Portugal. He was on the run for 14 years. He was, like, the main, one of the main guys in the Andragada family. But I, I pretty much did this story so I could uh, <laughs> say the word Don and then a type of, like, spaghetti afterwards. <laughs> I had a go. lot of joy writing the story doing that. <laughs> it's Don Rotini. That's amazing. So, like, that'll that'll... The draw of being a vlogger... Yes. Will draw you to, like, basically admit to your federal crimes. Everyone needs an outlet. A guy facing life in prison had to do a cooking show. Wow. Yeah. Idiot. Also, also, it wasn't that popular because I searched for it for 30 minutes and couldn't find it. So it wasn't like he was doing numbers. Uh, yeah, it was like 500 views. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, though. I get it's your passion, but come on. Yeah. Don't ever know. It's ending uh, charges. I'll hide my face. Remind me to send you guys this the video. There's my favorite cooking video of all time. My buddy sent it to me. It's like this fat Italian guy cooking uh, sauce, and he's just wheezing the whole time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, fat it's, boy summer. Yeah, fat, he's, he's in on the fat boy summer. He can barely breathe. Um, all right, last story of the day, guys. This one comes from uh, Barstool Next Man Up, my man Tank Barstool. Uh, I got a question for you guys. Uh, are you guys, you guys organ donors on your license, driver's yeah. license? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, but I won't be after this story, probably. No, no. I think I was scared away from it. Okay. What's mine's I keeps. That's right. That's a good that's a good philosophy. And this story is exactly why I am not an organ donor. It's crazy to be an organ donor. Wait, hold on. I was kidding. You are not an organ donor. No, I'm not. not. I'm not either. Yeah. Oh, just checked it. Absolutely not. You're an idiot. Confirmed. Yeah, it's not smart to be an organ donor, and I'll tell you why. Uh, this is a PSA. I want you to listen up closely. If you are one of those people that think you're a do-gooder by having that little uh, <laughs> organ donor symbol on your license, you may want to go to the DMV immediately and get that shit taken off because it could save your life. Um, so the in the UK, a teen who was pronounced dead after getting hit by a van, Lewis Roberts, he's 18 from Blackshaw, Moore, uh, Staffordshire, Staffordshire. Uh, here he is. There's a picture of the of him. He's a Yankees fan. Um, oh, it looks healthy, young. Yeah, I think that was a before picture. But um, so he laid. <laughs> That's before the van. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, definitely you before. See him now. Yeah, uh, he was hit by a van back on March 13th. <laughs> And he's he laid way flatter. <laughs> yeah, he's he laid, way flatter. <laughs> yeah, he can't open his eyes. He laid uh, uh, in a hospital bed for four days on life support. His relatives were told by doctors that he had suffered a quote brain stem death. So he's just brain dead. Had zero chance of surviving. Right. Um, and this quote is from someone who had set up a fundraiser for the teens uh, that says, quote, after saying goodbye to Lewis, close family bravely agreed for his organs to be donated to help the lives of seven other people. Okay, so, you know, that seems like a nice thing to do. Your your, your son or, you know, is brain dead. Might as well, you know, put his organs to good use at that point. He's definitely dead, right? Yes. Supple 18 year old organs. Those are some of the best organs. Oh, high dollar. Hopefully they weren't donating his brain. Yeah, no, not as barely legal organs. No. So, however, just hours before the bastards were going to cut the teen open and steal his perfectly good organs, a miracle happened. He started breathing on his own, and now every day he is getting stronger. He's blinking his fucking eyes. He's responding to pain tests. He's moving his head, his limbs. It looks like he's going to make a full recovery. Um, and he was almost like, you know, harvested, basically. Hold on. So Hold this on. is why you shouldn't be an organ donor. That's right. Four days? Four they days. lasted four days. Yep. On life Four days yeah. for mm-hmm. an 18-year-old kid. Four days? Yeah. They couldn't so have waited what? five, six a well, month. Yeah. This kid must be not well liked. 
for them to be like, well, oh, yeah, we well, gave it all. They must have cut them open, Pat. Yeah, they don't like them right. at all. Are you telling me, hours. Hmm? There was like an organ collector guy in there, like sharpening knives and shit, like just like like, yeah. like harassing people. Like, he's hey, like, let me get these organs. He's like, this is day three. Clocks yeah. ticking. <laughs> he, he, he ain't waking up, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I seen this before. Right. Uh, you might as well. It save yourselves the pain. Uh, all, we got, all we got is time. We can wait. He doesn't have time. But let's yeah. not drag this out. Yeah. You guys have insurance. <laughs> oh, this must cost you. He's on the phone making the, you know, black market fucking ads. Yeah, um, he's, yeah he's loudly talking to people. He's like, no, he's not going to recover. 100 oh, no, There's no chance. 100K. I said 100K. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Could, could you hear me sharpening? He's 18. <laughs> the man really got him good. He's a world class. <laughs> he's one of the flattest guys I've ever seen. So now uh, big organ harvesting is trying to spin this whole fucking story to make you think that the fact that he was an organ donor uh, maybe bought him a little time, uh, more time on the life support machine. So they're saying that because he was an organ donor, it gave him the extra time. And then during that little window that they were going to use, you know, if if he hadn't been an organ donor, they just would have shut him off and buried him with his organs. But uh, (laughs) they were ready to kill him after a long weekend, man. Like it was. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. So that's what they're trying to spin it as. But um, yo, yeah, he's 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 alive. And and, uh, he was just hours away from being in someone else's body. Back from the grave. I got a counterpoint for you, Wes. What if you yeah. know you're an organ donor? So like your body in this type of situation like wakes up because it's like they're about this guy's about to cut you open. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm taking my I'm, I'm going to leave it off my driver's license. Leaving it off the card. This <laughs> yeah. is a great kick off the fat boy summer. I mean, this is a Lazarus story right here. Back, yeah. from, the, back from the grave. How the hell did this story get out is my question. You know this, what I mean? Like, yeah. if you see well, I mean, him he's alive, in his eyes. Family's going to tell people. Yeah, it's you a pretend. fantastic story. It's a miracle. It's not a, it's not a fantastic <laughs> story, man. It's yeah. a, I'd be fucking well, pissed. for him, it's great. You think if the organ guy was like in the room and he was the only one in the room, he would have suffocated him if you he heard oh, him? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take matters into my own hand. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go get some coffee. Uh, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good. He looks blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We better get uh, these organs quick. Well, I've never We're seen it this bad. bad. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's crazy, but that uh, that kind of shit can happen. So, uh, yeah. oh, I just felt the Holy Spirit. Did you guys feel the Holy Spirit in the room? <laughs> I think he's pennies over his eyes. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. He's alive. He's alive and well. So good. Good, good for him. Good for Lewis. Good for his family. And that's going to yeah. do it for Hard Factor. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Cabot. We are working on getting more guests, so if you have any suggestions or connections, shoot us a DM, and we'll try to try our best to get get that those people on. Also, don't forget to submit those five star reviews on iTunes. We will read them as long as they are not racist and five stars. And leave us a voicemail five one two two seven zero fourteen eighty. We will get to those on Friday's show, I believe. Uh, we got some new Fat Boy merch coming out, like we uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show. So follow our socials at Hard Factor News for that. Share, like, comment, tell a friend. We love you guys, and we hope you have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! Yeah, now say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here right now. That's a little rough, right?